Hey guys, so today is November 27th. If you'll remember, a mistake was made back in October when we accidentally posted the November 27th episode on October 27th. In order to make sure that you guys got both episodes, we decided to flip them. So today, you get to hear the episode intended for October. Thank you so much for understanding and enjoy the episode. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. There was a time where children felt safe walking on their own in their neighborhoods. It's cases like the one we are talking about today that completely shattered that illusion. On October 27, 1992, a young girl was born who would be snatched off the sidewalk just two blocks away from home. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Shauna Melinda Howe, born July 11, 1981, was living in Oil City, Pennsylvania with her family when, on October 27, 1992, at around 8 p.m., she was walking home from a Girl Scouts Halloween party when she was abducted just two blocks away from her home. Nearby at the time was a resident named Dan Payton, who witnessed the horrific crime and immediately provided police with a detailed description of the man who, who took the 11-year-old girl and what the vehicle looked like as it drove off. Claiming it was a thin, disheveled white man, an investigation immediately began as searchers looked far and wide for the young girl. Just two days later, however, a piece of Shauna's gymnastics costume was found by a family member near an abandoned railroad bed in nearby Rockland. And though a search of the area took place just the day before, when searching again, her body was found just 200 yards away the following morning. From what they could figure, the girl's abductor threw her from the railroad trestle bridge, alive, and into a dry, rocky creek bed. She died from blunt force trauma to the head and chest caused by the fall. Using the information from that witness, police managed to track down a man named Eldred Ted Walker. Matching the description, the 33-year-old, who also had the same type of car described by the witness, was taken into custody for interviews and denied even knowing Shauna, let alone having something to do with her disappearance. Found on Shauna's body was seminal fluid that they were able to collect and test against Ted's DNA. Unfortunately, it was not a match. And after he was let go, the case hit a solid and seemingly unmovable dead end. It remained that way, much to the dismay of Shauna's family and loved ones, for the next 10 years. Then, finally, in 2002, a DNA sample taken from an Oil City resident named James O'Brien, who just so happened to be serving a prison sentence for attempting to kidnap a woman back in 1995, matched what was left on Shauna Ho's body and he became the prime suspect in the cold case. James was never considered a suspect in the initial investigation because police, at the time, mistakenly thought he was in jail when the disappearance took place. With the investigation intensifying, Ted Walker was once again visited when law enforcement, searching his home, learned that, around the time of the murder, he allegedly allowed, quote, really bad people into his home who may have done, quote, a disgusting thing. Going further, he alleged that two men, brothers, talked about abducting a child on Halloween as a prank to make the Oil City police look bad. In the end, despite the fact that neither fit the eyewitness description, 
all attention focused on 33-year-old James and his 39-year-old brother, Timothy O'Brien, who was also serving time in prison when both were arrested in July of 2004 and charged with Shauna's murder. In September of 2006, Elred Walker, James O'Brien, and Timothy O'Brien were all convicted for their various participation in the murder. Ted, as part of a deal, pleaded guilty to kidnapping and third-degree murder after agreeing to testify against the O'Brien brothers. He said that he grabbed Shauna that day and passed her off to the brothers who were waiting in a nearby parked car. He said he knew what they were doing when they took the girls upstairs in his home. Though he said he had nothing to do with her actual death, he said he could hear her screaming and did nothing to stop it. The brothers were both found guilty of kidnapping, conspiracy, and both second and third degree murder, but were ultimately acquitted on charges of first degree murder and rape after 16 hours of deliberation. Both were given life with no chance of parole. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to A Terrible Thing Happened on October 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.